Jesus Christ, I thank you that you are here with us today. I pray that you will speak to us through your word. Let it not be my words that we hear, but your words of wisdom. And help us to apply these words to our lives and do our best to encourage others and ourselves in our Christian faith. Amen. So as I put in the bulletin, there's loads and loads of instances of the word encouragement in the New Testament. Um, but I wanted to choose a passage which I felt would hopefully encourage everyone here in the here and now, where we are right now um, and how uh, um, you're feeling. So this uh, passage was written by Paul, one of his letters, to the church in Colossae. And the church, he, uh, sorry, the church in Colossae was getting it wrong. There was lots and lots of false teachings saying that you could only get full salvation through doing lots of ritualistic things, eating particular foods and doing things in a very specific way. They were trying to really separate some and others. And they were getting it wrong. And Paul was saying, no, we we want to get this right. We want to absolutely correct them and make sure that um, we insist and we make it very clear that full salvation comes and only comes through Jesus Christ. So this is Paul's letter, or uh, uh, part of it. And of course, right at the beginning of that reading, we're told that we're putting, or we need to put to death, get rid of all the stuff that we've done in the past that has been wrong. Now, that'd be great, wouldn't it? If we just thought, right, that's all gone and never, ever comes back. But we know, as humans, that we can constantly make mistakes. We mess up. We say the wrong thing. We offend someone. We hurt someone. We do what we didn't mean to do, but we still do it. And so today I want to try and encourage us to take that on the chin a little bit, to think, right, this is where we are, this is how God sees us, and this is how we must try and be, how we must try and act in order to encourage one another. Of course, this is part of our Belong series, about being a church together, a church family together. And there will be times where there's ups and downs, times when it's going really well, times when it's not going really well. But together we can encourage each other. I'm always um, reminded when I have these kind of things about the, the thief on the, uh, on the cross next to Jesus. Obviously the thief being on the cross had presumably led um, not a great life, had, had, had made errors and uh, messed up. But of course, all it took for him to get that full salvation was to acknowledge Jesus, to say, please remember me. And then Jesus just said, you'll be with me in paradise. And I think that's really important that we remember those things are possible. In verse 11 of this reading, uh, they make it clear that um, Paul says it doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, what background you've had. In fact, one of the words for this is a group of people that were little more than beasts really back then. Um, And of course, in our church, we haven't got any beasts or anything like that, but we have all sorts of different shapes and sizes. Um, And that's great. We want to encourage all to be here, to be loved by Christ and to meet Christ. So it doesn't matter who we are, where we come from, what background we've got, what we've messed up, we can all be accepted by Christ. So the main verse, really, I chose this reading for was verse 12, where it says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, and that can be hard to stomach sometimes, hard to kind of take in, we are God's chosen people, us? Yes, we are. And we're holy and dearly loved. Now, I've deliberately chosen a picture to reflect that, which might make us feel a bit, ooh. Uh, we've got the halo there, representing holy, and I hope you can see it clearly enough. I know it's a bit dark, but I think if people call us holy or dearly loved, we kind of have a natural inclination to kind of turn away from that a little bit. 
That doesn't sit easily with us. It's not an easy thing to hear and go, oh yeah, yeah, of course I'm holy, yeah, of course I am. None of us probably feel very holy a lot of the time. But we're only holy, of course, through the grace of God. We've done absolutely nothing to deserve it whatsoever. In fact, quite the opposite. But the sacrifice that Jesus made has given us that holiness, that ability to work on Jesus' behalf. And it's often easy to shy away from that a little bit. It's hard to accept. But when we're in church, when we're out there in the community, what we're trying to do is be the best gift we can be for someone. Not just ourselves personally, but by bringing Christ to those people, to all those people who don't know him. And I thought I'd deliberately choose a picture here. Um, the, the girl sitting there, I'm sure he, she's a great gift to someone who could be very helpful, but you might notice she's a bit obsessed with her mobile phone at the time, like most of society. But then maybe we've misjudged that slightly. Maybe she's actually giving time to someone who she can't be with. She's FaceTiming someone. Or she's liaising with someone or texting someone. So she's trying to encourage, trying to support, and be that gift to somebody else. You see, in God's kingdom, we are all loved. Princes and princesses of the kingdom. But we probably don't feel that way very often. So can we take that gracious compliment? And it's really important in uh, this passage that Paul says we need to clothe ourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness and patience. Of course, whatever we're clothed in, whatever is wrapped around us, everyone can see. People that know us and people to whom we're a stranger. There's no difference. Everyone can see what we stand for, what we're like. And if our clothing represents compassion and kindness... And Paul later goes on to say, love, and that's a very, very attractive quality for anyone to be, um, to be seen in church. So it says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. As members of one body, you are called to be, literally to be, um, if you like, umpired by that peace. We want to get rid of all the things that we've done wrong, and want to live as a compassionate, loving person. Not just for ourselves, but for everyone else as well. And then we want to be thankful. How often do we genuinely feel like that or even look like that? It was great during the worship. Lots of people really enjoying the worship and being very thankful to God, praising God. But we want to be like that 24-7, don't we? And we want people to see us like that. I probably, like you, have been a bit, oh, right, time to worship and been a bit slow to get up sometimes. Uh, I've not been quite into it straight away. But we must try and sing with thanks in everything we do and say. So I want to try and apply this passage now to what we should be doing these days, in 2019, in Southport, to transform our town. How, together, we can belong as a church to encourage one another, encourage ourselves, and try and develop each other's Christian faith as much as possible. So the first thing I'd say I think we need to do is to listen and watch. Be aware of other people. A few weeks ago, we were sharing the peace with one another, and I went to shake hands with a couple of people and said, peace be with you. Um, how are you doing? You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. And then one person told me how they weren't all right. They were honest. They were really open. They, say what was, they said what was going on in their life and what they needed some help with, what they needed some prayer for. And, of course, that's stuck with me ever since. I'm sure most of us just say, yeah, I'm all right. 
Well, maybe we are. Maybe we're not. But of course, that person's need has been in my heart ever since. I've been praying for them and we want to make sure that they know we're looking out for them and helping them. So first of all, we need to listen and watch. Be aware of how other people are. Be aware of what other people might need. And I think we should then take note, maybe not literally in a notebook like this suggests, but at least clock it up here. So we think, yeah, let's try and help that person in the future. Let's keep praying with them and stick with it through tough times. It's not necessarily going to be easy, but we want to help them as much as we can and live with them through the ups and downs. Of course, that's what families do. That's what you do when you belong with someone. Things don't always go peachy. Sometimes things go wrong. But you try and stick with people to help them in the good times and the bad. And of course, to have that time to pray. We can't do it ourselves. We need to dedicate those people and those situations and that encouragement we want to give to say, God, help this person. Help them to get what they need, to get to where they need to get to and be encouraged in that. But then, of course, it's not enough to say, right, OK, I've done that one. I'm sure that'd be fine. Not necessarily. We need to listen and watch again. We need to continually be with them and help them. Let's be a people in Christchurch who are here for each other, here for people who may be out there. Now, I was saying to the 930 congregation, probably uh, for some of the people in the 930 congregation, they maybe have time to do that a little bit more. And maybe some of us don't prioritise that time. Well, maybe we should. How lovely is it when someone asks you again about something or how something's going that has been happening for a period of time? That you're aware of something and you say, oh, how's that going with this? Or has that got any better? We all, all felt that feeling. I'm sure they can oh, I feel really cared for, really loved for in that situation. We know that our hope is in Jesus. And we know the hope the people out there need is also Jesus. So let's make sure we are clothed in that compassion and kindness so people can approach us and get support and get help. And as a church family, we are spending time together. Mother's Day can be wonderful, kind of for people, but it can also be tough for others. And we can be very thankful that mothers... Um, and the love and support and encouragement they give and also be aware of those who maybe have lost theirs and again how we can be alert be welcoming be compassionate be humble and try and help of course Jesus gave the greatest example of being an encourager his example was not to judge not to question but to simply show compassion and set people free, set people on their way, following his path, his route, his methods. And of course, that's what we try to emulate, try to repeat. But that's not easy. Many years ago, I was in a house group. And um, one evening in our house group, we were sharing uh, gifts we thought each other might have. And as I said in the bulletin, I was very pleased that someone said they thought I was an encouragement. I was really dead chuffed with that. But how often do we also do that for other gifts? How often do we say to someone, God, you've really helped me there. That's really great. Thanks for being such a great listener. 
Thanks for praying for me. Thanks for spending time with me. Thanks for helping me. To be a true family, supporting each other and doing the best we can to support one another. Of course, there will be times when it doesn't quite go right. We're trying to support each other and it doesn't quite work. And at those points, it's important we don't shy away. That when it gets tough, we stick together and continue to pray, continue to seek that intervention from God. About 10 years ago, I was on a, um, a one-year contract with work. Um, it was a new scheme the government was running. And I was in Manchester, and I didn't know loads of people. And it was a bit odd when I went to job interviews. People didn't really understand why it was a one-year contract. Um, and I'd been doing lots of interviews and hadn't really been working out. And one week in church, I was sat there praying and um, asking God to help. And a guy came over to me and just said, um, I think you're trying too hard. Well, that's kind of my nature normally. I try and get things done. I like to do things. Um, and he said, you just need to leave it to God. I said, right. And to my mind at the time, and probably still now, I've got to be honest, that's, that, that's quite scary sometimes. I think, Can I just do that? Leave it to God? I'm sure I'm not the only one here. <laughs> things that sometimes. So I said to myself, okay, I'm going to give God a week. <laughs> I'd been trying for months, but anyway... That was on the Sunday. On the Tuesday, I got a call. It was the call I needed, and it was the right thing. You see, sometimes we need that word of wisdom, don't we? A few weeks ago, I was asking uh, Rob to pray for me, for, for wisdom, and he said, that's a good thing to pray for, always wise. But we need that every day, don't we? We need that at all times, in all places. Jesus Christ beside us, and us being that person, being almost that, that broker, that helper. Steve was saying earlier about the Alpha Course, how sometimes for people to come to an Alpha Course, it's that final step, the final ten steps maybe, that are really hard. But our help, just getting them those extra few yards, can get them in to meet with Jesus, get them in the place we pray they will be. So I hope this morning this can be an encouragement that we can leave our bad stuff, our old self behind, that we can see ourselves as holy and dearly loved with a special gift, a gift to share the message of Christ with everyone, to be that person keeping an eye out for others, listening and watching, praying with others and being thankful. We have so much to be thankful for But how often do we live in that constant sense of thankfulness, being thankful for everything? We're taught that when we pray, we should pray with thanks. And I'm sure we will try to, but maybe we don't always get it quite right. Of course, a prayer doesn't have to be perfect to work. We want God to hear us and God to be with those people who we know need a touch from him. So let us be encouraging to each other, encouraging and growing our faith in spending time together, supporting each other in the good times and the not-so-good times. Knowing at all times we are doing what we are doing for the benefit of the kingdom. So that whatever we do, whether in word or deed, we do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Amen.